Sophia Minert is the Brewers reporter and broadcast and digital features content director. She is all over the place, including most recently in the Dominican Republic. And she is with us this afternoon. <laughs> Sophia! Hey, Sophia! How are you? Is. Hello! Hi, guys. It's great to be on with you. Thank and, you for having me. Sophia, you weren't one of those who sued Madonna for showing up late at a concert in New York the <laughs> other day, were you? That wasn't you? That was not me. Okay. I mean, how could you sue Madonna? Right. That's what I'm saying here. The material Two girl. hours late. Darn right yeah. she is. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, show some respect for Madonna. Whatever she was doing, I'm sure was very important. <laughs> exactly. I was really interested, Sophia, to read your stuff about the Brewers Dominican Academy. And I wanted to ask you about the process to do this. There were big time people down there. You were down there. This seems like it was a long process. It looks beautiful. Why is this a big deal? Well, it is, it is a big deal. Um, you know, I think for fans, some of them may not even be aware um, that the team, and, and actually every team in Major League Baseball has a presence in the Dominican Republic. Um, it is just sort of the hub of international player development. And so I think for fans, they're probably more familiar with, you know, American Family Fields of Phoenix and Maryvale, where they do spring training and they have rookie ball and instructional league and fall league, things like that. And I think that's where people associate, you know, getting to meet the players and starting spring training, starting the season. That's like where player development starts. But they have a very similar operation in the Dominican. And so this, this was a long time coming for them. Their, their previous facility, um, which I actually visited 10 years ago, which is hard to believe, um, and we did a, a series of shows on that called Baseball in the Dominican Republic. And we, we talked about kind of um, the academy and the role it has in player development on the international side. Um, internationally, players are able to sign a professional contract as young as 16 years old. Um, so we actually just passed the international signing day, which is January 15th. And so the Brewers were able to sign 35 new international players. Um, on that day, and then they are brought into the system. Um, a lot of them will go to the academy, um, which is just outside of Santo Domingo, which is the capital city in the DR, and and that is where they start. Um, and and the goal for them is to start their development process. Um, they live at the academy, so the new facility that they built can accommodate up to 100 players. Um, they've got dorm rooms, a full kitchen. They get nutrition there. They take classes um, and they have education classes. There's also, you know, classes in English. They're obviously doing a lot of baseball training. So they've got all the resources there for that. Um, It is, it is basically um, a, an, it's a, it's a full blown Academy. Um, You know, they're, they're living there during the week. The staff is there during the week with them. And, and the goal for them is, is to move out of the DR and, and, get to Arizona and, and work your way up the minor league system. So this is for players already in the Brewers organization, correct, Sophia? This is not really used for scouting. It's not necessarily for existing players at the major league level who might be going home, though I guess it could be open to them. But really, it's more for the development of players signed into the Brewers system? Yeah, it's, it, I think that is that is the primary function, Greg. Um, it's, it is primarily for the players who have already signed with the organization, like I just said, with, with the signing day. Um, it can be players that maybe need an additional year of development. But, you know, you think about a major league player like, like Freddie Peralta or Abner Uribe, um, guys who live in the Dominican in the off season, you know, they can travel um, to the academy, and that, is, that basically operates like a, like a training center for them. Um, it, 
you know, and that's the old academy is where Freddie Peralta essentially developed his slider before the 2020 season. Um, he was there working with Carlos Villanueva and some of the staff there, and he would make his weekly trip over to the academy. Um, so it can be a place for that. It can be a place where they can hold tryouts uh, for the incoming international class. That process is already underway. Um, but it is primarily for the prospects who are there, um, who are recently signed, and again, are hoping to, to make their way to Arizona, to the minor leagues, and then obviously the end game being to come to Milwaukee as a major leaguer. Sophia Minard is with us on WTMJ. Sophia, I wanted to ask you about Marquette. You're a proud Marquette alum. <laughs> what do you think about this basketball team? It's been fun. You know, I think they, um, you know, they had a little bit of a, a little spell of adversity there with a very brief two-game losing streak, but when you have the expectations that Marquette has, you know, coming into this season, um, they were two tough losses. And then obviously you lose Sean Jones to the ACL injury, which, you know, was a huge bummer for the team and, and affects their depth as they continue to play without Chase Ross. So um, I've, I've really enjoyed getting to know Coach Smart, you know, having done the show with him of Inside Marquette Basketball for the last three seasons now. So he is great to talk to. He's really thoughtful. He's very passionate. Um, I love just how he pulls different analogies that you're, you're not expecting. And I, and I just love how he talks about his players and how he talks about his team. I think you spend about 30 seconds around him and you, and you know how much uh, he cares and just how deeply invested he is. So I feel like Coach Smart has been just an absolutely perfect fit for Marquette and for the program. Better to stumble in December than stumble in March, right? Might as well get it out of the way. I mean, everyone stumbles, right? I don't mm-hmm. think anyone was expecting this team to go undefeated despite, you know, all the expectations and the high rankings that they've had. And they had a great showing in the Maui Invitational, you know, knocking off Kansas and, and then a great game against Purdue in the final. But, um, like, the Big East the is tough. We, we know that. Um, and I think it's, it's been fun to watch them you know, handle those expectations. Like, they know that they're getting every team's best shot, you know, every night. So um, I think uh, hopefully there's still a lot of good basketball ahead of them. Sophia Minnert, you can check her out on Bally Sports. She covers the Brewers. She covers a lot of different sports things and the broadcast and digital features. Content director, it's always fun when we have you on the show. Thank you, Sophia. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.